One, two, three. Rich Man's Kid. You are a rich Feldman tune, gotta admit. Yeah, that's an old one there. Uh, rich Man's Kid. I'm not quite sure who. Oh, yeah, it was about this guy. I knew who was a Rich Man's Kid. That's where the title comes from. But it applies to so many people today that it's nice. It's, it's an old chestnut uh, that you can still roast in the fire. Because there's a lot of rich men's kids. What? Oh yeah, in the administration, <laughs> you know, Jared, <clears throat> Trump, they're all rich men's kids. That's where it starts. It's not the kids; it's the fathers, <laughs> for the most part. Some rich mothers. The sins too. of the fathers. Some really rich mothers involved. Yeah. <laughs> How are you then? Pretty good. Yep. Here with Lyle Anderson. Say hello, Lyle. Hello. And Lyle says the ice is out of the as no. one of his jobs. The ice is not out? No, the ice is not. The ice is out on the creek, but not on the lake. Is that code for something? No. <laughs> when, you say, when you say that to someone, I, oh, the I, ice is out on the creek. It, it sounds doesn't like mean it, anything. It, it just means, means there's no, it no ice like on it's the... innuendo and out the other. No, <laughs> it, the uh, navigation can proceed. Who navigates on a creek? Well, I don't, people in canoes, kayaks, things like that. The hell with them. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's March. Well, but they can. Why should we even? This is paid for with tax dollars. The uh, meteorology department no, tells you when you can there. navigate your canoe. Well, I would hope on so. On the creek? I would hope so. But not on the lakes. That happened when this Democrat got in or what? 
And uh, Mueller report, Mueller report, mother, Mueller report. Oh, we'll never mother, hear. I keep saying mother instead of Mueller. We'll never hear the end of it, will we? Like, have you seen your Mueller baby standing in the shadows? <laughs> I tried to sing earlier. And all the Mueller report that isn't, uh, the Mueller farm report, hogs are up, pork bellies down, sorghum is indicted. There's been some delay in parsing the Mueller report. Seems they sent the president the Kinsey report by mistake. And he's curled up with it now, in case you're wondering why no tweets. Uh, the White House redacted version of the Mueller report has everything blacked out except for the words no and collusion. <laughs> there may be no solid proof of collusion in the report, but reportedly it makes a convincing argument for global warming and vaccination. So it will never see the light of day. There's a whole section in there on what being an underwear model in Slovenia means. That is going nowhere. I'm not even sure why that's in there. That's ridiculous. The president is mentioned by name nowhere in the report, but could be the individual referred to as Taco Bowl. Pundit at CNN were fighting about this, and the conservative ones are armed, so it's, uh, you know, U.S. pundits won't be missed. A delivery of the Mueller report to Mar-a-Lago came just as Kid Rock was tuning up for the fuck em all gala in the big balls room. No, that's not, that's what it's called. Really? That's what Donald wanted. A release of the Middle English version of the Mueller's tale is taking a bit longer. Juan Van April with his showers sooty, the drogte of drumpf hath pierced to the rute. You see why that's going to take a little longer, and I want to thank uh, Richard Serkey for that, by the way. Uh, Trump has actually received the cliff notes for the Mueller report. That was Jared's idea. Uh, the Fox report that the Mueller report is 1,200 pages of nothing but the phrase, all work and no play make Jack a dull boy, repeating, single-spaced, uh, turns out to be fake news. Fake and balanced, that's Fox. The Mueller report has been called the most momentous document ever produced by a federal official, but that pornographic compendium by the Clinton Impeachment Committee is still number one on a lot of lists. Plus, I kind of like the speech on the back of the envelope that Lincoln wrote. That was pretty good. Doesn't compare to the Mueller report, but it was no. good. While not uh, recommending any indictments, the Mueller report makes some excellent suggestions for restaurants and weekend getaways. And a number of movies based on the Mueller report are already in the works, including Beneath the Planet of the Mueller Report, <laughs> The Mueller Shank Redemption, Pulp Mueller, and Mueller's List, with Liam Neeson already attached. Ooh. That's all the Mueller report that isn't. Uh, all the other news that isn't, a Fox reporter in, is in a trauma ward after the president glares at him like he's never been glared at before. Uh, Wisconsin's new Democratic governor uh, removes 82 Scott Walker appointees added during a lame duck session. Shit, now those zombies will be wandering our Class B highways. At 94, Jimmy Carter becomes the oldest living president and second oldest peanut farmer. Uh, there's a guy in Plain who's 95. Tyson will dump 69,000 pounds of chicken strips that contain metal after first checking to see which metal it is. Could be worth something. Following Gwyneth Paltrow's lead, Britain will go will, with uh, Gwyn Exit, which will be a conscious uncoupling from Europe. Gwyn Exit, that's where you stay friends and even shack up once in a while. So The news that sent Goop shares skyrocketing, needless to say. United to offer gender-free seating. Worth taking a flight just to leave your gender behind. What a relief <laughs> at this point. I have to say, I didn't know I was binary all these years. I'm pretty much binary sedentary, so it doesn't really matter if I'm binary or tertiary at this point. 
Uh, Trump says the Golan Heights belong to Israel. Cleveland Heights could be next. <laughs> Page two. You say your dentures don't stay on? Jared Kushner accused of using Snapchat to conduct official government business, but really it's just an age thing. They all do it. The great thing on Snapchat is the evidence disappears in seconds. And you can put bunny ears on Schumer. Climate change deniers drowned in Nebraska. It's a sad story. The court rules that you have the right to give a cop the finger, but he has the right to shoot you dead. So, First Amendment, meet the second. The governor of Kentucky infects his own children with Kentucky fried chicken pox. Someday those kids are either going to thank him or smother him in the rest home. I vote for the latter. Uh, in order for children to receive Medicare for all, they will have to retire at 12. But despite being Jewish, Bernie Sanders is skipping the American-Israel APAC conference. And he's even doubling down by not contributing to Temple Beth Shalom for the high holidays. So he and Jane will have to stand in the back. The first primate has been born using the frozen testicle technique, offering new hope for men up north whose testicles have been frozen for no good reason all these years. Trump says we're being very, very strong on the border border. Seems to be repeating himself. Criticizing Hurricane Katrina victims for asking for help, Congressman Steve King says in Iowa, we take care of one another. So Iowa, take care of Steve King. On behalf of uh, Democrats who happen to be Jews and not recognizing themselves in his assumptions, I would like to say to the president, Kishmir in Tuchus. <laughs> in caps. He thinks he can speak for Jews because of his Jewish lawyer tendencies. That's not quite enough. It's like Archie Bunker, you know, yellow pages under lawyers, Jewish. Also from Queens, so it's no coincidence. <laughs> Joe Biden worries how his age would affect his candidacy, but if he avoids our American cousin at Ford's Theater, he should be good for two terms. <laughs> you can now pay for extra legroom, and if you don't want the plane to crash on most Boeing aircraft. I, I'm going to get it. It's worth having. A majority of parents worry about the types of experiences their children may have online, but all children worry about the experiences their parents may have and do online. And, and in this edition of As the Trump Turns, Kellyanne pushes George away and passionately embraces Donald just as Melania enters the room with a batch of bullied grade schoolers. As the Trump Turns. That's all the news that is. Helen Schulman has written a good novel, another one. She wrote the, the this beautiful life bestseller. This is called Come With Me. It's a novel, and it's about uh, multi universes, multiverses, and how we can get them and avoid them and live with them without even knowing it until it drives you practically crazy. So Helen's <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Helen. Are you there? I didn't realize you were I'm on. Laughing. I'm sorry. That's yeah. the funniest description of the book yet. Yeah. It drives you crazy, doesn't it? I mean, like we need multi-universes when we already have them in, in the one that we have. Well, that's true. Did you know about all this stuff, all these uh, these apps uh, of, of this type of virtual reality? You can actually have an app that would spawn different versions of your life? There aren't any. That was something that I invented for the book. Yeah. 
um, you know, my book takes place in Silicon Valley over three three very important days in the life of a family. Um, but part of it is that the mom in the family uh, works for her college roommate's son, who's a Stanford junior, and he's developing an app where you could see yeah. your multiverses. Um, you know, the movie Sliding Doors, that's the fastest way I can think to describe what it means, but Right. The different um, ways your life would have played out had you made different choices along the way. If this app were offered, would this be monetized? <laughs> uh, well, that's that's Donnie. That's the kid who's in charge of all this. That's his hope. Yeah. Um, but I do think people often wonder. There are certain decisions they made in their life. Um, take this job, marry this person, have this kid. What would have happened if they'd gone in another direction? I mean, most people have some you know, looming questions about some, I'm not saying they regret them, but they're curious. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's just playing out um, normal human fantasies, I guess, about what could have been. Yeah. But there is multiverse theory, though. That's what's so crazy about it. Actually, yes, there is multiverse theory. I, I read a book um, on it, um, and um, uh, many, many physicists believe in it. It's not crackpot. Um, some don't, but it's, right now it seems impossible to prove one way or the other, but they do believe that in infinite universes we are living out our finite lives. So it's not that you would live forever, but that um, at all times your life is streaming out into different directions, and so in some of them your different decisions um, would make you have a different life. a different life. Yes, there are people who think that. In general, uh, as far as, you know, out there in Sunnyvale, wherever they're doing Cupertino, where they're doing this, is that it's a whole different way of thinking, actually, is now. When, when Donnie describes this app to, uh, to Amy, he says it's like a uh, personalized crystal ball. Oh, yeah, he calls yeah. it the Furrier, Furrier.com, because his grandma, whenever she was mad at his grandpa, would say, I should have married the Furrier. Yeah, and so this is what would have happened if she had. If she had married the furrier, in yes, fact, if she had married correct. a series of furriers, and some people <laughs> who actually weren't in the fur business uh, at all, actually, but were kind of attractive men, and it, and, and it can do this because the app allows that to happen. If you have enough data about the individual, and as Donnie says to Amy, we forget about privacy. We have all we have all your data, and we just put that into an app, and we let it do its magic to it, and you can, you can project every possible life you could have had if we know about the people that you could have met. I think, you know, they, honestly, they, whoever, the Internet has so much information on all of us now, right. uh, they know more than um, our families and friends and shrinks know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we've given up our privacy pretty readily, happy, people were, seem to be happy to do it, I don't know if they quite understood um, how much information about them now is available to everyone from, you know, advertisers to yeah. God knows what else really is possible in this crazy world that we live in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I spent a lot of time in Silicon Valley. My husband grew up on the Stanford campus, so I've been going there for the last 30 some odd years and yeah. watched the whole change of uh, the world happen there. And um, That's how you know about the Stanford dorm rooms? Uh, I do. I also know that, um, you know, that people who have, the Internet is such a powerful instrument, and those who have helped to create it feel very empowered by it themselves. And 
Some of them even think they can cure death, so that yeah. any idea out there is not too large um, with that mindset. Yeah. Well, this, this kid Donnie, who starts this whole app business, and he's like he's like a prophet of the a mad prophet of the present. Well, yeah. he wants to be. Yeah. I mean, he wants to be like Steve Jobs or Zuckerberg. That's his total goal in life, and he's a junior, so he feels like he's getting old. Yeah. <laughs> and it's one, at one point he says uh, it was the counselor at MIT math camp that lured him into parallel universes. So it's, it was the old counselor at camp. That's right. Well, but there, again, you see the pressure on some kids, right? I mean, he's right. from Scarsdale, which is the East Coast pressure cooker, but, you know, he's at MIT math camp at 11. Yeah. Um, and he's certified, you know, he's certifiably a genius, and so he believes he has to invent the next thing that's going to break everything else. That's his goal. But dealing with actual humans, he uses Amy as his guinea pig in, in this experiment. He does. Um, they have a, a kind of strange relationship. He's her boss, but she's almost like a mother substitute for him. Mm. Kind of based it off the Sheryl Sandberg, um, Zuckerberg relationship, oh. where these, you know, women who were older than the boys kind of had to handle these mad genius kids. <laughs> um, and um, he does use her. Um, she allows herself to be used. She has a question. I think, I hope by the end of the book that he's awakened to some humanity that he lacks. Yeah. Just some, by being attached to her. I mean, in some yeah. ways the book is about the different ways we're attached to people. Yeah. And she is about her own unfulfilled life, really. And here's a chance to, at least to virtually fulfill it. I guess that's true. I mean, I think she's just in this tough spot that many working mothers are in. Her husband's unemployed. She's got three boys. Yeah. Um, she had her own goals, but she subsumed them in terms of her husband's career, and now he has none. Yeah, because he's a, a news, um, newspaper man. That's, that's a good one. Uh, he's, well, he's a journalist. journalist Very yeah. hard to be a journalist yeah. now. Um, uh, I think, uh, you know, so she... she Yes, yeah, she's plagued at this moment in time by all the pressures and asks on her and thinks what would have made it different. Yeah. So she's a good candidate for a seduction of this sort. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. She's at a cracking point. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when you write novels, mm -hmm. you, your characters need to be under pressure or there's no point in telling their story, you know. So, well, you know, strategically, you put as much pressure on them as you can yeah. so that they act in extremis and something about them and the world, you hope, is revealed. And, and about Dan as well, the, the husband. Yeah, I mean, Dan, you know, he was uh, a journalist. His heart and soul was in journalism as, you know, uh, for democratic good. Um, his career has slowly been chipped away, and he's done dumber and dumber jobs until he has none. And he's feeling uh, lost with all his passions and not being able to contribute to his family and so he, he meets a young journalist who um, gives him an opportunity to be who he thinks he is, and he kind of falls in love with her. Yeah. But he gets the old uh, get radiated in Fukushima routine from her. Yes, that's, that, that old routine. Yeah. Um, I, you yes, know, I've heard that so many times. with you know? uh, Fukushima, yeah. as am I, yeah. uh, and how that uh, terrible 
threesome of events happened in uh, 2011 mm-hmm. with the tsunami and the earthquake and then the nuclear meltdown and how every day since 2011 that radiation is pouring into the ocean unchecked. Mm-hmm. Um, and people have just forgotten this story, but Mariam, Dan's friend, has not, yeah. neither have I. Um, but, you know, in a way for me, uh, nuclear power is a lot like the Internet. It's a really powerful instrument that nobody knows how to control and yet are happy to unleash on the world. Yeah. Is it is it a bit of a leap for a guy who's uh, depressed, unemployed, depressed, middle-aged, on the Internet at home or going out for coffee uh, to end up being radiated actually at the plant in Fukushima? Well, that's not exactly what happens to him. He goes to the, um, he goes with her to do a story in the no-go zone uh, on this man who was based on a real character, um, a man who went back to save the animals that were left behind once um, the evacuations finally took place and then decided to stay. So he's the most radioactive person in Japan, and she's fascinated with him and his life. With the animals, um, the cats, the dogs, the the ostriches, the um, cows, the horses. But I mean, is it odd that Dan is there? Uh, it's totally odd that he's there. In a way, you would think that that's his multiverse. But isn't that what life, as you said in the, yeah. your opening remarks, our right. daily lives are full of multiverses? Yeah. He has a chance to try to reclaim himself, and he takes it. I mean, he's not the first middle-aged man in a slump to have an affair. But not usually at a nuclear plant in Japan. That no. Is radiating. Yes, but he is a journalist. Yeah. They're crazy. Yes. They'll do anything. Um, I, I, you know, I did a lot of research on that. Yeah. I think his the radiation levels he absorbed are, um, they're not certainly not at this point life-threatening. I mean, um, at all. They're, you know, they're, oh. but... Um, at, at, at one point, they would have been, um, yeah. But he's definitely take a huge risk. Absolutely, you know, yeah. eats the food, he breathes the air, um, he so, does it for the story, yeah, which is what motivates her. They're motivated by investigative journalism. Kind of like a teaser for the whole multiverse theme that runs throughout here. But in the end, he actually turns into the, one of these multiverse. He, he's chattering uh, c- conflicting versions of his life. And, and trying to save his marriage, and it comes out as one long chatter of conflicting versions of reality. Right. That's from. I mean, that's from Amy's perspective. But yeah. yes, that's when it all comes in. Yeah. To um, I think when people are in extremes, like p- perhaps the end of a marriage, mm-hmm. um, they say lots of things. <laughs> I do seem to remember that. Um, they say lots of things yeah. until they strike on something that works for whatever purpose they want. Yeah. And so that's part of the reality of that situation. He's both trying to get away from his guilt, and he's putting it on her, and then he's taking it back, and he's, I love you, I love her, he doesn't know where he's going. I mean, he's a very confused dude. I've done that. Yeah, all right. Amy's response is when she's doing this thing, though, she's got these uh, virtual goggles on, yeah, it's, it's, it's virtual, virtual reality 101. I mean, she's got on these goggles that the New York Times sends for <laughs> VR, and she's got on headphones, and she smokes a lot of pot, and yeah. he 
plugs it all into his algorithm, and then she feels like she's in it. The first time it happens to her, what, what does she experience? Uh, different um, versions of different things that sort of maybe happened in her life already. Like mm-hmm. in one, she's putting her son to the stroller, and he runs towards the street, and there are three different versions that she sees, one where um, some, a man stops him from running in the street, one where she... He runs in the street and he's hit by a car, one where she herself stops him by falling. Um, and so she sees three different ways that terrible morning could have played out. Mm-hmm. But it's horrifying to her because in reality, he started to run. She grabbed him by the back of the neck and stuck him in a stroller. So seeing those different possibilities was not exactly edifying. But there were other instances in her early life um, in that sequence that she sees, and um, they keep her coming back for more. She also she lost a baby. Yes. In in her life, the things that she wishes most, obviously, is which is that the, she had not lost that baby. And and you know, what what would she be now? Where would she be now? What would she do? What she like? But that, that's her question. Yes. Yeah. There's 15 different answers, but she comes to one that gives her peace. Yes. Um, she comes to one that gives her peace. Yeah. Um, it was somewhat cruel. I mean, the experience was rather cruel, actually, but it did. It gave her peace in the end. So that, yeah. there was thanks for that. But then her real life actually does the same sort of thing. There's, there's so many complications in her real life and things that are going one way or another. Um, yes, that's true. But, I mean, for a lot of us, our real life goes one way or the other. Yeah. I mean, in moments of extremis, which yeah. there is, because yeah. there's all this stuff going on. Her husband goes off with another woman, and her son's friend dies. And it's just, she's got, she's left holding the bag on everything. Yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately, things like that happen. One's real life is is actually multiverses. Well, I think that's really true. I mean, I think in some ways... Nobody can really know us because we have so many different facets of our lives. Um, I know for me as a fiction writer, mm-hmm. I, I have stories streaming through my head all day long. Um, and so the whole idea of multiverse theory is very attractive to me because it's, as opposed to being psychotic, you can just say, oh, no, you're just tapping into multiverses of your own imagination. Yeah. also comes up, in, how do I end this thing? Right, but it's just also how consuming it can be. You know, while you're doing laundry at a grocery, these stories that are swirling around in the writer's mind. I enjoy the book very much. It's called Come With Me, Helen Schulman, and uh, you're there at the New School, right? Yes, I am. You're you're the fiction maven there. I'm the fiction chair, yes. Congratulations on another great book. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for talking. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Take away from what you've done or who you did But you are a rich man's kid Kind of held you back If only just a wit Price you pay you rich man's kid 
Touch no 